This is the Becoming Truth podcast with Conscious Channel Jean Christian, words of inspirational guidance for an awakening humanity. This episode is called The Journey of Being. I'm going to tell a story again. And this story is called The Child and the Pilgrim. Once there was a child, a child that could walk, walk well, a child around six or seven years old. She was born in the high mountains and born to a very devout mother who believed fully in living her life to become awake, living her life to the ancestral calling of being free, awake and free. The mother was a pilgrim, and the mother did not want to wait till her child was grown up to continue her pilgrim walk. So one day she said to her child, put on your boots and get your your cloak. I'm taking you for a very long walk. Where are we going? said the child. This was the first of a thousand questions coming from the child. We're not really going anywhere, said the mother. We're going towards the light, and we're going towards God, wherever that may be. How can we do that? said the child. You'll see, said the mother. Put on your boots. Put on your cloak. Let's go. So they got themselves all ready, all dressed, with a pack, with the barest amount of food. And off they set in the early, early hours of the day. Already the child was filled with a sense of wonder and curiosity, and also a question that was so big it could hardly be contained. Where are we going? Literally, where are we going? But her mother wouldn't answer that. Her mother just said, it's about the going, it's not where, it's about the going which made no sense to the child. They went through the valley bottom in the darkness and the mists of the very early dawn till they got to the foot of the pilgrimage trail on the mountain. Now this trail was wide, packed, beaten to smoothness, at least at the beginning. It was an easy trail, and they began up this trail. How far does this trail go? said the child. It goes on and on, said the mother. No one has ever measured it. Has anyone gone the whole way? said the child. How would I know? said the mother. 
I do not know that. Well, are we going to go the whole way? said the child. We'll go as far as we can, said the mother, because we are pilgrims. Pilgrims don't ask that. They just go. What is a pilgrim? asked the child. A pilgrim is someone who is on the way, always on the way. And every step of the way, they know the way evermore. The child couldn't understand those words, and so was silent, and just walked alongside her mother. If she couldn't understand her mother, then she would look around. And it was interesting. The mountain was interesting, with all its little flowers and its little creatures and birds. And as the morning grew brighter and brighter, it became more beautiful. The higher they went slowly on the path, the more they could see. And then when the sun rose, it was like magic burst upon the child's soul. The birds all started to sing at once, and as though the birds knew something. What are the birds singing? said the child. What are they singing? They're saying hello to the sun, said the mother. And let's do the same. So they stopped, and they stood facing the sunrise, and the mother started to sing this low song, a song that sounded so old, and it was. And the child listened to her mother singing this deep, old song, and all the birds singing in all their voices as the sun rose and filled the sky with reds and golds and streams of yellow. I'm going to like this journey, thought the child. This is a good journey. Once the sun had risen to its normal light, and all the colors had left the sky. They continued walking on the trail. The mountain was full of life, and there were many people ahead of them, many people walking. Some people were kneeling with their heads to the ground, Others were sitting with their eyes closed, and the child wondered what they were all doing. She was getting tired of asking questions and just hearing answers that made no sense. But when she saw one old man sitting there on a rock with his hair long and gray and his eyes closed, hardly wearing a stitch of clothes. Looking like an extension of the rock, the child could not keep her question in. What's he doing? 
the mother said. He's waiting. He has walked the trail many times, and now he's waiting. What's he waiting for, said the child. He's waiting for the door to open. And when he, when the door opens, he'll go through it. Where will he go through to? She looked around, bewildered, seeing no door anywhere near. The door is inside of him, the mother said, amusedly and somewhat frustrated. To walk a pilgrimage trail with a curious child is an agony. How can there be a door inside of him? Well, it's not really a door, the mother said. It's hard to describe, but you can imagine it like a door. And on the other side of the door is an endless sky. And when he can go through that door into the endless sky, he'll be free. They kept walking. And the child let those words move through her little child mind for a while. The idea of being free didn't sound very inviting if it meant having to sit there with hardly any clothes on, on a rock, for a long time. She thought if she understood what free meant, these birds looked free and the flower looked free, and she started to skip a little bit on the trail. Skip and play. This, I think, is what free is. The mother said, Don't run. You won't have enough energy if you do that. On this trail, we have to walk steadily, continually, pausing, at certain times of the day, to mark the sun, to rest, but then we must keep going. If you skip and run like that, you won't be able to get through the whole day. All of a sudden, this journey started to feel rather laborious to the child, hard to understand, and possibly very tiring maybe even hard to do. She looked sideways at her mother, wondering why her mother wanted to do it. She could see no other children on this trail. Where are all the children? said the child. Well, they're probably in their homes or they're going to school. But you are here with me, because we are pilgrims, and the pilgrimage is our life. The trail looked long now, and the child was starting to feel tired and hungry. Mother, does that old man eat? He eats very little, said the mother. He doesn't need to eat much when you're waiting like that. Well, I'm hungry. And I don't care about that door, and I don't care about flying and being free. I'm hungry. 
The mother stopped and looked at her child. You poor thing. To be born to me. To be born to a pilgrim. Let's stop and eat. So she sat down and took the child on her lap and shared some bread and some water and some nuts. She stroked the child's head and comforted her. You'll see. Someday you'll see. You'll be glad we walked this trail. You'll understand where we're going. I don't know how to tell you where we're going even now. We have to just do this one step at a time. But I promise you I'll, I'll go at your pace when you need to stop. We'll rest. When you need to ask questions, I'll try to answer them. One step at a time we'll go. That's the way of the pilgrim, one step at a time. But those steps are easier if you're not always looking ahead at how far the trail is. Because you can instantly become so tired doing that. We have to see that each step is very beautiful. You can look at all the birds and the stones and the flowers with every step. And just keep your eyes close by to what we have right around us. Then this pilgrimage trail might be fun for you, said the mother to her child. Let's continue a ways. Let's go. And so they got up and walked and walked and walked and walked. They saw most amazing things, and sometimes they saw nothing at all. They saw so many people trudging along, some people crying, some people's feet were bleeding. Some people were smiling and looking as though they were already there, wherever there was as though they were walking in a dream. There was beggars along the trail too, and this brought forth the questions of the child. What are they wanting, mother? They want us to feed them. Well, can we? We can give them something, said the mother. But we have to save some for ourselves, or we're going to be the ones. You see, they have been on this trail for so long. They have nothing left. They have to ask from others in order to keep going. We have to help everyone we see. We have to at least give them a crumb, because we could be there too. And so she stopped and gave them each a little corner of the bread loaf they carried. And as she looked at each one, she mumbled the same words to each one. 
you as I, I as you. What did you say, Mother? I said to myself, and I said to the beggar, I am the same as you, and you are the same as I. Why did you say that? Well, you see, everybody here on this trail is the same. We're all eyes, we're all hearts, we're all feet. We all want to live. We all want to find the way. We all want to find happiness. And we all want to find freedom. And everyone here on the trail is only doing that. They're taking the most direct way. They're not doing anything else with their life. The child was alarmed. Is this going to be my whole life? Are we going to be walking this trail till the day I die? Said the child. Till I'm old, like that old man? The mother laughed at that. No, child. We will do this pilgrimage for a while until we know it's time to take a break, to live another life, to go down into the valley and tend the fields. The pilgrimage is down there, too. But here is where we will learn to see everything as a pilgrimage the way to that door, the way to freedom. When we go down to the valley and tend the fields, and you go to school and you play with children, the pilgrimage will be written into your very thoughts, into your dreams, and into who you think you are. By the time we're done, this trail, as far as we go on it, you'll never forget it ever again. The child walked along with those words in her mind, not happy with them, but not too alarmed. She loved her mother. Her mother was beautiful and kind and warm. And as long as she was walking with her mother, maybe life made sense. Wherever her mother was going, she will go too. And it will be sunny and warm just because she's with her mother. The child and the pilgrim carried on into the night. They found the pilgrimage huts and they slept together and curled up together. And they woke to the sunrise and sang the same song and heard the birds singing the same song. Every day continued, step by step, the same songs, the same beggars, the same sunrises, the same people with bleeding feet, and the same old ones sitting at the edge of the path, smiling their silent smiles with eyes closed, looking as though they were already free.
Will this story end? The narrator asks. Just as the child asked, will this pathway end? If even we go into the valley and never forget, will this ever end? Will we ever find that door? And where does that door go? The mother who had no answer and the old ones who didn't speak sitting along the path and all the people believing something but not really able to answer the child. And this is where the story ends. What is this journey of being? Where does it end and where does it go? What could we truly answer the child if we could give an answer that would bring resolve and peace? The journey into being is the journey into being fully awake and fully conscious of the one who's asking the question, the one who's knowing every footstep a fully illumined knowing of one's being, knowing one's source and one's purpose. And in knowing one's source and one's purpose, one knows the source of all beings and knows the purpose of all beings. One has entered what could be called supreme mind or God mind, the mind of the source. For we are designed to know. We hold mapped in our very conscious genetic being the ability to know source and know the whole. This then is the journey, the journey into knowing, into gnosis, to know the source the whole and the purpose of being. It could be simply put that the purpose of being and the purpose of the journey is to come into that full state of knowing, the God mind, that we are mapped to host. To move through the unconsciousness of the earth, of the animal, of the human, to the angel, to the God-mind. We are mapped on a long, long pilgrimage journey towards that gnosis and that knowing. The doorway being spoken of that is mapped into the the divine mind within is the doorway that steps through the being steps through the consciousness steps through and soars into the infiniteness of itself the knowledge of itself the purpose 
we hear the answer to the purpose with a great song that can barely be described or a great laugh which is more easy to describe. There's a purpose of joy. And to the human mind, this seems like no purpose at all. But to divine mind, this is the purpose. Joy. The joyous explosion of knowing beings. The joyous explosion of the beauty of beings. And what that really is. The experience of beingness in its fully illumined state is joy, is bliss, is indescribable beauty, and light streams of sound, of expression, of joyous rejoicing. This answer will have to do There is no greater answer. And if it isn't enough, then one has to keep on the path, looking for perhaps more practical or lesser purposes. But if one walks the path long enough, they begin to see the sense of that, knowing one's being so fully, so completely, one knows the whole being, one knows the source of being, And the joy in that, the joy of being awake and free, free of all worry, of concern, of fear, of burden, free just to exist in the joyousness of infinite knowledge. But the child wouldn't understand that either. Because the child finds joy just in the butterflies at her feet. Every stone in its different color. And all the birds in their endless songs all around. The child has the wisdom already. If it could be spoken to her. The child almost doesn't even need the long path. Perhaps it was the mother that needed it, or the old man on the rock. But the child mind already gets it, listening to that sunrise and the birds. That was it, the joy of being. 